Once upon a time, there were two badass women who thought mom brain was complete BS. Then they had babies, became besties, and decided to start a podcast to talk about how they were totally wrong. Welcome to Blame It on Mom Brain. Welcome back, everyone, to Blame It on Mom Brain. This is Jodine. And this is Amanda. And today we thought we'd talk to you about a, a new path that Jodine and I are exploring in our second pregnancy while also dealing with having very active, somewhat defiant toddlers in some ways. Um, we have just crossed the two-year-old threshold with these crazy kids. And um, we are also within our halfway mark or much later mark of the pregnancies that we're in right now. And a couple of weeks ago, probably, sorry, a couple of months ago, um, when I was sort of getting back into moving into Vancouver, Jodine had mentioned to me that she was interested in exploring seeing a naturopath. And we thought we would talk about that today because now I'm at a point where I too have had an appointment with said naturopath (laughs) (laughs) after never, ever having seen one before, not understanding how it could benefit my postpartum and my pregnancy experiences. And we thought it'd be interesting to share that with the moms on our podcast, our listeners here, because it has given us tools that have been helpful for how we're navigating either ailments our kids are having or things that we're experiencing in pregnancy while also dealing with toddlers. And and I've only had one appointment and I already find myself feeling like, wow, that was really helpful, you know? So Jodina has been at it a bit longer. I'd like for her to kick us off and tell us, first of all, why you decided to go see a naturopath in the first place, and then how it kind of developed to even helping with your little one, because you're now doing these things that have been beneficial for both of you. And it was what inspired me to go and explore it for my own health and um, possibly for my mini as well. Yeah. So The journey to go see a naturopath with me started with the fact that we got health extended benefits. (laughs) That's honestly, that was the number one thing because it's not covered under um, healthcare in Canada. If you're listening from anywhere else, this is not something that is covered under Canadian health, but um, just regular medical care in Canada, just basic doctors. And if you are Canadian and you've ever walked into a a general practitioner appointment, you know that those appointments are about seven minutes long, especially if you're going into a walk-in clinic, you get like a seven minute appointment. You It says you can only have one question, one concern. And it's like, what can I do for you today? Okay, here you go. <laughs> Bye. It's like the most impersonal Bye. thing ever. And that's if you can even get in to see one. And if you're lucky enough to have a family doctor, my God, like, I don't know anyone in like that lives in BC that has a family doctor unless they're like born and raised here same. and they've just had the same one since they were a child or something. Um, so that was a big thing for me. It was just like, there's an alternative that like I can go talk to somebody um, and it's covered under my extended benefits under my husband's work. So just super, super thankful that that's an option to begin with. Now, the, the main thing that or the main reason why I started to explore this option was because of my daughter's eczema. So I've mentioned on this podcast before that Creed like has been struggling with eczema. Basically, I don't even know when it started. She was pretty small. She was pretty small when she started. And I have been to seven different doctors, including um, a dermatologist, 
who all um, have just prescribed me uh, steroid creams. And cool, it works, but I'm like, why does she have eczema? Like, like I don't want to just keep putting steroid cream on my baby. Like, why does she have it and how do I prevent her from getting it? And the answers I would get would be nothing to like, oh, well, she might grow out of it. Oh, it's, you know, it's it's just hereditary. Um, do either of you have eczema? Like, which the answer is no, neither of us have eczema. Um, just useless answers. Like, and it, it got really frustrating. How unsatisfying. It was so frustrating. I'm like, I am not the doctor here. You're the doctor. Stop just giving me this cream that could have potential negative side effects on my little tiny human and tell me how I fix this. But in order for that to happen, they need to sit down and listen to me for longer and actually keep following up with me. And so I got really frustrated with that. Like, I think my mom instincts started to get, to kick in, you know, you're like, what is this doing to my kid? And I can, I thought about like, okay, maybe if I go see a naturopath, which I had never seen myself, but, um, I, I was like, I'd heard about naturopaths and we live in British Columbia. It's pretty hippie and granola out here. So if this is, if you're ever going to hear about it, it's going to be in this province. And I was like, cool, I'm just going to look into one. And I found one that specialized in kids and fertility. And so I went there and oh my God, the experience was just like the first appointment was an hour. <laughs> I was like, I've never had anyone sit down and listen to me talk about, well, it wasn't me, but it was Creed. Um, for one hour, like I explained that my whole child's entire existence in one hour because she's so, so young. Um, and that was the, like the first thing that I was like, wow, this is such a different experience. Even like, even if I get nothing out of this, just sitting down and having somebody listen to you and actually seem like they care about you for that amount of time was like so awesome and, and made me not yeah, feel crazy. feeling. Right. Like I was like, why am I only getting steroid creams? And they were like, no, like, let's try and figure out the underlining, uh, underlying uh, problem here. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. You're, you agree with me. Right. Like that, that's, that was my initial experience. Now, um, as far as what a naturopathic doctor is, they, this is, I'm taking this directly off the HealthLink BC website. Naturopathic medicine is an alternative medical practice based on the belief that the body can heal itself. It aims to improve health and prevent disease and illness through the use of organic foods, exercise, healthy, balanced lifestyle, and the use of homeopathic and herbal therapies. It was developed in the late 1800s in the United States. Um, a licensed naturopathic doctor, so if they have the letters ND after their name, um, attends a four-year graduate-level naturopathic medical school where they study science and therapy such as herbal medicine, homeopathy, and body work. That's some extensive, That's like, the... actual education they need to go through. <clears throat> kind of like a midwife. To, like, I years. understand that there are probably, yeah, there are some that probably just do a certificate or a shorter course or something to that effect, but to be able to then get those credentials added at the end for their four-year program or whatever they pursue even beyond that is yeah. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was my initial um, experience. I ended up booking an appointment for myself afterwards. But just talking about the eczema side with my daughter, 
This month, we're going through a one-month trial of removing foods that are considered high histamine. I had no idea that that was even a food category. (laughs) Um, That includes things like tomatoes, um, berries, all the things that kids love so much but, but are super like acidic. And she's had basically no eczema all month. Now, I don't, my, my appointment's coming up this week, so I'll have to let you know what the next step is forward. But first, addressing like this, this is causing these flare ups has been like, wow, this is crazy. Where actually, well, the other a, doctors told me it wasn't. For, right? Yeah, but the other doctors, I said, could it be allergies to something? And they were like, no, it's not allergies. That was the straight up answer I got. So, it's so weird right so uh i feel like you got the nail on the head when you were explaining the act of going to a walk-in clinic the one question only you've got six minutes tops before they hand you some sort of prescriptive paper that really is a solution in disguise as a band-aid like that or a band-aid as disguised a solution and that's frustrating when it's you but it's even harder when it's your mini mini who can't even tell you how much pain they're in the discomfort they're experiencing or kind of when it happens so to and especially without the family doctor right like we were saying um you know you don't have one i don't have one either and it becomes really difficult when you're looking for continuity and the ability to express the details and this was such a like an aha moment when you have one hour to really discuss your child's entire timeline of life (laughs) to be able to get like actually given you've tried these things and we know that they're just like a topical fix why don't we go inside instead and see what things are happening within the body to make it come out because that's how all of it happens it's Mm -hmm. intolerances it's hormones it's it's you know, imbalance, it's imbalances, all sorts of things. And everybody is different. But how can you find that out in a six minute appointment at a walk in clinic where you'll never see the person again? And (laughs) God forbid your question strays away from the one question to rule them all. (laughs) Like there's no way to, to expand and explore and feel comfortable. So this I remember you being very keen about you were very Mm -hmm. jazzed after that first appointment. And what came with it were just a couple of steps that you could take to to be more mindful of different practices that you do in the house, the way she's eating. And now, like you said, you've been on this one month plan for her of being more aware and conscious of the food she's eating. And it, it's true. Like I've I know she's had bad skin issues forever because you've been showing me since she was like four months old, man. So it's <laughs> yeah. like we're we've been in it for a while. But to see her feeling so clear and to also see what happens to her when for one minute slip up, she has a grape or eats the blueberry, these high histamine foods that again, like you said, kids are fucking drawn to it like moth to a flame. Don't blame them, but it must be so hard, you know? And so you'll just see the difference where a little skin rash will appear on her Mm -hmm. the day after or her poops will be really off. Sorry, TMI, everybody, but we're all moms here. Like poop matters. (laughs) We discuss poop here. So it's like, you know, it's it's a really eye-opening experience to be like in that one hour appointment, we got somewhere that Mm -hmm. wasn't just cortisone creams of some kind, which now you have by the box full. (laughs) And yeah, don't even exactly. know how those benefit her because they never really got to the root of literally her gut and beyond. No. 
is literally just a band-aid. So I was quite inspired and I ended up going for myself. I didn't have specific needs at the time, but I'm pregnant. So she instantly just was like, make sure you're taking this, make sure you're taking this, make sure you're taking this. Um, they want you to have really high levels of B12. Like she even told me, she's like, we want you to have double the amount of B12 that a regular doctor will tell you. Like that's the naturopathic way of having B12. Um, because it has just so many positive effects on the body. But the one thing that I've struggled with the most in life, I guess, is iron deficiency. And it's it affects, so they say, 20% of women. I'm in that 20%. And I've had my iron levels so extreme that I was feeling depressed and my hair was falling out. Now, that was quite a few years ago. But that's when I found out I had iron deficiency like I, I was, I thought I was so depressed and, and I, my hair was and, thinning or I could see through just, my hair. Yeah. And I mean, it's instant. It's, it's definitely something that needs to be looked into. And in case you don't know, a healthy range for your iron levels for a woman would be between 115 to 155. And yours was something absurdly low. Like what was it? Well, no, like that's, that's like, that's crazy. The, the 115 is unbelievably high, but that that would be like the, you're, that's a like unicorn level. But <laughs> the average woman, if you can get your iron up to 40, is considered really good. Oh, God, mine was wow. mine was nine when I went in. That's your ferritin levels. So under under 30, I believe it is, or under 25 was considered iron deficient, and then under 15 was like. Um, I can't remember how they phrased it, but mine was really bad. <laughs> and, and so I, I remember that doctor's appointment years ago. I walked in and I was like, these are my symptoms. I had been writing everything down. I was like, I'm foggy. I When someone talks to me, I can't like listen to them. Like, I can't focus on what they're saying. Um, yeah, my hair was falling out. I feel like crying all the time. Getting up in the morning, it was like I was crawling out of bed in the morning. But the main reason I went in was because my hair was falling out. Let's be real. I was like, something's wrong. My hair is so thin on the top. I'm a hairstylist. So I'm like, why can I see through my scalp? Like, what is happening? So I go in and she, I remember the doctor looked at me and she's like, you're either extremely depressed you have thyroid issues or you're iron deficient. And that's what the doctor told me. So she tested me for thyroid and iron deficiency. And sure enough, it was iron deficiency. And it took about six months for my iron to get up. This is taking like pretty high levels of iron um, vitamins to get up to a point where I could suddenly get out of bed where I wasn't like crawling out of bed. <laughs> and I was like, I think, I think I'm, I'm not as iron deficient anymore. It was wild. And I, I wasn't depressed. Like, it wasn't a psychological thing. It was a physical thing. Um, iron has... And, and any women out there, This is there's so many women that have iron deficiency. You'll all relate. And if you have any of those symptoms, I cannot recommend getting that one vitamin checked. You can go to any doctor and ask to have your iron checked. That is completely okay. And I have very heavy periods as well. So it's affected by that. So that's still affecting me. I had the highest level ever when I started this pregnancy. It was 35, which is very high for me. Um, and then my iron just started creeping down again during this pregnancy, which is super normal um, because we're creating so much blood volume. Um, 
but I started feeling the effects of that again. So anyways, I talked to my naturopath about this and I'm like, hey, I've taken all these different vitamins. I just can't seem to get my iron back up. And she recommended me to go get an iron transfu- uh, iron infusion. Sorry. Um, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> so essentially I got an IV drip of iron directly into my bloodstream. I had two of them done. Yeah. And so my iron went from 20 to 35 after that, which is a really fast jump, which is still not high. Um, but because I'm pregnant, I'm basically fighting it. So any huge benefit I would get from an iron infusion is just not going to happen in my third trimester of my pregnancy. So I'm going to do this again, um, postpartum when I'm not (laughs) having crazy amounts of, you know, blood volume and hormonal changes and all this stuff going on. And, and I should be able to maintain it. Um, the way she explained it to me is that it's a lot easier to maintain. Like, it's kind of like, it's really, 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 really hard to get up the hill. But once you're up on top of the hill, it's pretty easy to stay up there. So, um, I just can't get up this hill. My body just keeps fighting up the hill. So that's my main goal with my naturopath right now is to get me, um, in between the 50 and 60 iron range. Yeah, and you also have a boulder that you're trying to push up that hill, and that boulder is your belly with a growing baby. Oh so my it's god! Like you yeah, really are being just the force of gravity is just working mm-hmm. against you in this moment. However, how cool to now have like a game plan for like after and baby arrives. Just, you're like, well, I know that just I'm gives do. a shit about me, right? Like that's how I felt. I was like, you care about my eye? Like it's so crazy. It's like how you feel about going to your therapist. That's how I felt about going to this naturopath. Yes. I was just like, I've never ever felt like somebody cared about my health and wellness before. And then when I left, I can't speak for every naturopath, but she gave me this awesome PDF because I didn't, I don't remember what we talked about in the one hour. And she was like, here, 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 here. These are all the people that I recommend. She gave me acupuncturist um, recommendations for my breech baby. I went to two. I don't have a breech baby anymore. I have no idea if that is to, um, I'll never know if that was the reason why my baby flipped, but I went to an, an acupuncturist that specialized in flipping babies. So uh, if anyone's interested in that, they put a little, the needle in your baby toe that's the that's the pit, the pressure point or the pinpoint or whatever that's it's called switch <laughs> that's the it's switch for flipping switch. the baby is you put a little needle in your t- in your pinky toe um yeah that's oh <laughs> so funny so anyways i can just blabber on and on about the naturopath experience because it was just so cool for me and obviously everyone's experience would be so vastly different because our needs are all so extremely different but for me it was like what is the negative <laughs> like what is the negative yeah. of going in there? If nothing else, you get to talk to like somebody. Like you're already feeling the negative by going to people who don't make you feel seen, heard, or valued, or important. So you yeah. might as well, you know, pay the whatever or use the benefit. Or I understand that's a very privileged perspective to be in, to have the ability to claim it on benefits as well. Um, but just to sit with someone who could kick you off, you know, like sometimes... Um, like I, I've worked for myself for 10 years, so I have no benefits. I've, everything has Mm -hmm. always ever been out of pocket for me. And I did life alone for a very long time. And then my partner was self-employed as well. So he also had no benefits when he did come into my life. Like this is, it's just never been a thing for me, but I've always made a point to save a percentage of my paychecks to go towards this stuff. 
whether that's been seeing professional help for mental health or um, needing some sort of rehab or anything or, or physio or whatever, like I've just always made sure to put some of that percentage aside so that I don't always have to feel like, oh my God, nobody's hearing me. But never mm-hmm. did I explore naturopaths or acupuncturists, which I still haven't explored acupuncturists, but it was really great to get your peer pressure push. Yeah, I definitely forced I you into doing it. Really <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. you have benefits. You, what was... are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, so I will share now, though, that my partner does and has since um, taken up a position while also doing his thing. So he does have benefits. And she's like, listen, do it. And I was like, you know what, maybe now is the time to just be like, this is my first time in my whole life where there are benefits available. Maybe we should actually give it a shot. And Jodine was the push of like, you better hurry up. The year is going to end and your money will expire. You need to use it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my God. Have, have a friend who's going to harass you for your health. That's the moral of today's story. It's like, I'm um, going to keep peer pressuring you into going to see the, the massage therapist and the, the natural bath. Yes, yes. Well, that's the other thing too, is that, look, I just, I appreciate how good you are at being on top of your ailments. Like if you're feeling like <laughs> I pulled some shit in my ribs or in my back and you're like, I booked an appointment and I'm going today in an hour to go see someone about this, you know? And I'm like... Oh my God. Like for me, things like this were only ever months in advance or very special occasions. Like massages was like once every two years on my birthday, possibly. And then I started to do it a little bit more frequently as I started training a little bit harder because my body really, really needed that reset. And during pregnancy with baby one, I, I got three pregnancy massages. Two were terrible one was like a dream come true. It was fantastic. Since baby arrived, I've had one. And now, you know, I'm about to have one tomorrow, actually, <laughs> for another pregnancy massage. But my it's my first and I'm over the halfway mark. And again, it's just been through watching you be like, you know, we're, we're going to do this because we have until the end of the year. So we're going to book our appointments and we're going to be <laughs> mindful that they that these exist, these benefits exist. So Again, extremely privileged, super grateful for it. I again I know I know both. So it's it's I'm really thankful for having this opportunity. But my experience with the naturopath after hearing Jodine's basically raving reviews after all of these appointments <laughs> and the things that she's been able to benefit from were when I also said to Jodine, I have no idea what I'm gonna see her for. But the last few weeks I certainly figured out what I was gonna see the naturopath for. It has been bumpy here, you guys. I mean, let's dis- let's discuss. There have been <laughs> severe sinus infections <laughs> on this end to the point of like basic, basically bed rest for so much of that first week, three weeks ago, followed by getting the big C, getting COVID um, during this pregnancy, which I'd never had COVID before, only almost made it four years without ever knowing what it was like. Um, But we've had a lot of visitors come in from out of town. And unfortunately, with that travel and family staying at your place comes the inevitable decision you make of knowing that you could catch something via someone's trip. Like um, it was just the reality that we had not had any struggle with in the past. We've had plenty of visitors come see us. Never once has it been a problem. 
I mean, it could happen. You could catch a bad virus at your grocery store. It's not like that's, you know, out of the question, right? So anyway, I got over my antibiotic treatment, was getting better, and then got slammed with this infection, uh, viral infection. And so I was under the bus. Like I was as, I don't think I've ever been that sick. It was so difficult, especially while pregnant and thankful as hell that my partner's parents were in town to help him who did not get sick and neither did they keep the fort down with my little one because I did not leave that bed for days and days. And it was so difficult. Um, I worried about baby during this time. And prior to all of this, I like, of course, your immune system is already plummeting when you're pregnant. Like it's already so low, but on top of it, I've been struggling with insomnia and not being able to sleep due to anxiety and anxious thoughts at like three in the morning when it isn't baby's fault. They're not awake, not being kicked like crazy from the other one either. It's just me and spiraling thoughts, anxious throwbacks and the what ifs. And it's so frustrating. You feel like you've robbed yourself of fucking precious time asleep when that's happening and you've been awake for, I mean, I'm talking th four and a half to five hours. Sometimes it's been so difficult because then your kid's awake before you know it and you have to do it all again. There's just no, no saving you, you know, you, like sleep. We've said this a thousand times, but lack of sleep is an absolute form of torture. So it's, uh -huh. you know, very hard to go on when you're not sleeping and even more frustrating when it's because of your own mind. So that was what, we decided we would discuss as soon as I sat down on this appointment with her, which she was so kind to this naturopath allowed me to do a video call instead of going in in person. When I explained what the heck was happening on my end, she was so sorry and so apologetic that I looked so sorry and sounded so terrible, but then gave me my full hour on that video call and was like, okay, we're going to target X, Y, and Z. We're going to discuss immune health. We're going to discuss sleep and stress. We're going to discuss um, relaxation methods. We're going to make sure that you um, are supported in your pelvic floor. Like she, she really went through so many avenues that before I even got on that call, I was like, what am I going to talk about with her? And then I realized <laughs> just because she listened to me, the avenues appeared. <laughs> I know. That's what You're I loved about it too. Ready. Cause I didn't know. She just, she just asks you questions. <laughs> it's, no, there's no pressure yes. of like, you have to lead the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not like when you sit in the seven minute maximum medical appointment at the walk in where yeah. they're like, you tell me you why you're here and I'll just give you the thing. It's it was so much more thorough and compassionate and the solutions that she provided and the options she provided. Like, look, I'm, I'm going to be totally transparent because it's all um, um, herbal medicine based um it is true that plants are insanely powerful. This is, I think, in my opinion, why Big Pharma is so terrified of it and why a regular doctor is never going to ask you to lean into plants or your lifestyle or your sleep or your stress or your exercise to heal you. They're going to give you the prescription for the thing. And it is true then that as a result, none of these things or many of them are not safe on air quotations for breastfeeding or pregnant women because they're not going to test it on this particular demographic. They don't want anything under, you know, their belt as causes or anything like that, anything like that. 
Um, and so I was nervous because I was like some of the things, in fact, everything that she has prescribed to me and recommended that I go get at like the natural uh, uh, health food shop all have that on the label. But I realized that it's so funny how we won't blink for like an antibiotic or we will just be so much more keen to take a pill for a certain ailment that a doctor has prescribed, but we're really, really nervous for plants. And it just made me realize I can take half of the prescription that she's sharing. I can do less than what she's saying and just give it a try and see how I feel. And of course, if I don't feel good, I'll just jump ship and I won't take it anymore. Um, but sure enough, my first couple of products came in, um, one for, uh, as a sleep aid when I'm struggling to fall back asleep, one for my stress, anxiety, and just cortisol levels, um, all just arrived and I, and my immune health to support my, the fact that I catch everything from a bacterial infection to a viral infection in the span of two and a half weeks. Like she was like, we need to like help support you a little bit better here. Um, and I'm now implementing these things and the sleep is improving already. And I don't know necessarily that the immunity is boosting, but I'm, I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I just think that I'm almost at a point of, I almost have a second born and I'm running out of opportunity to get a bit of sleep here. And mm -hmm. as long as at regular checkups, baby is doing okay and we're both safe and healthy I feel very keen to pursue these suggestions that the naturopath has given me because I've never had anything better. And I, it's not like I'm going to start popping melatonins. So I'm like, <laughs> like, let's give it a shot. Like, you know, let's, let's try something else. Her, one of her suggestions um, was lavender essential oil um, capsules for my very big wake windows of my own self in the middle of the night. And I was just telling Jodine, it was such a beautiful, natural lulling to sleep of the self that I, I, I started to panic a little bit because I was like, <laughs> I'm not used to falling asleep so easily. I almost panicked because it was working. Oh my God, it's fucking me to just <laughs> to make that happen. But anyway, I, I raved to Jodine and I, I really couldn't thank her enough. So I just want to say that I, I I think every woman needs like like pregnant or not mom or not every woman needs girlfriends in their corner who are going to remind them that your health that you're unsatisfied with the thing that the questions that are that you continuously see doctors about it could be worth maybe getting opinions outside of the scope of what we're used to because I think this is what it's opened my eyes to a little bit is I've I've been asleep to some options and it's been very cool to wake up to them at this point in my life yeah and it's not because i've been an advocate for this type of thing for my whole life or anything like it's been like i just this is so cool that someone's listening to me go let go let somebody else listen to you too <laughs> and i think you know it's Basically. it's you've talked about this in the therapy um podcast episode where we're constantly having to take care of somebody else. So it's just so refreshing to have somebody take care of you. And I'm really looking forward to going to see her um, postpartum. And, and honestly, she recommended, why don't you just come see me once each trimester? Um, which like, they're not pushing you. And if you have any questions, 
Like when my iron came back lower than I had hoped, I just sent her an email and then she just gave me a suggestion right over the email. Like you'll never get that from a, a doctor, <laughs> like a, a regular um, MD. And I I just, this is how I feel about midwife, my midwife as well. And again, I cannot speak for everybody's experience. Like I've only been to, this is two midwives at the same, oh, sorry, um, two naturopaths at the same clinic that I've spoken to now, you might find a naturopath and absolutely hate them. <laughs> like, because I've met yeah, people like that have, could not that have had na- midwives and they've been like, it was the worst experience I've ever had. Like, it, it's, it's, this is a human being. This is not, like, everyone doesn't fit under the same umbrella, right? Like, everyone's going to be different in how they treat their patients. So, I can only speak from this one positive experience I've had with um, with these women and the fact that they specialize in fertility and um, <clears throat> actually even even the acupuncturist, if you're ever curious about that, the questions they ask you are vast. <laughs> like, she was asking me about everything because she even said postpartum, she can help me with milk supply issues, um, you know, um, because I asked her what she does. She works at BC Women's Health Hospital as well. And I asked her what she does. And she's like, I help women get pregnant and stay pregnant <laughs> with acupuncture. Yeah, isn't that Holy neat? Shit. I don't know how it works, but <laughs> it's a thing. It's a real thing. I mean, yeah, like that's what I'm saying is that there, are, I feel like both of us were, neither of us have been like crunchy granola West Coast our whole lives and no hate to anybody who is because we're learning some really cool things by being a bit more open to them and gaining our what in my opinion is me building my village because we don't have a village here we have no village you're an excellent village for me but you are one person (laughs) and we all know one person cannot do it all like a village is multiple people you guys so it's like (laughs) i don't we don't have the family members live here we don't have the yeah like we don't have the grandparents we don't have the met like the the family doctor like we are building and for me building looks like who's my health support team for me the mental health Mm -hmm. like the the nutritional health the the physical health spiritual natural um uh, like nutritional health like these sorts of these remedies and things like that right like who's helping me talk about like postpartum healing pregnancy concerns um i don't know just stress reduction who's talking to me about all these amazing things naturopaths offer gut health the natural approaches to boosting your energy energy digestive wellness immune support for moms and for babies detoxification and cleansing your house safely things like this like they're they're cool they're they're cool to explore and of course we could do our own homework but it's nice when someone who's done their entire medical degree within that field can guide you it's why the best (laughs) basketball players on the planet still have a basketball coach. Like they're always going to have someone to guide them through the game plan. So I believe in hiring help. I believe in asking more experienced friends for help. I believe in asking for referrals through friends for a coffee date. Like I, I love this sort of village building to me. That's what it feels like. So I I, I think it's cool that this acupuncturist offers stuff and then we're, you're just like, oh, you do that? Like that's, I didn't know that that was even a thing, but it's, it's just another tool in our tool belt. And, you know, like we were saying, we're caring for so many people. If you're carrying somebody as well, that's even physically heavier and emotionally and hormonally heavier, um, doing it 
when you're kind of on your own out here is a challenge in and of itself, even if you had the village that was built in since you never moved or you, st you stayed near family or the family came to you, whatever it was, there's a certain point where, again, like you, we are mothering ourselves here. There's a lot of mothering that needs to be done internally and spiritually and where you draw that line in the sand and say, am I caring for me or am I waiting with passive aggression about the fact that nobody's doing it for me? Like, am I not serving myself the way I serve a hot plate to every kid and, par and, and partner at my table? And at a certain point, you deserve to eat that hot meal. Like, if you can't take it anymore, eat that hot meal. Like, make that minute, make that moment, create that opportunity to get the attention you deserve. And that requires your effort. I'm so passionate about this. This is literally what I do with Women for Work. Like, it requires your effort, your time, your blood, your sweat, your tears, your decision. And anything you do requires all of that effort. So why all of a sudden is it such a bad thing when it comes to you? Why is uh -huh. it so difficult for you to prioritize your own self when you've been at the back burner for such a long time? And even as someone who does this literally for a living, mentoring other women on how to do it, even we I forget, right? So it was like Jodine who just put a mirror in front of me and was like, have you been have you been eating anything hot lately? Have you been sometimes I'll send you your own lately? quotes? <laughs> yeah, she oh my god, this is fucking true. She has literally taken screenshots Copy of like, posts I've written on Instagram and she's like, This girl's pretty fucking smart. You should follow her. She gives good advice. <laughs> oh when you're like, complaining I, I about something that you're like, I'm like, wait a second, I feel like I've yeah. read something about this. <laughs> yes. And it's so important to call yourself out. Like if that is true, take your own advice. And I remember looking at one of my posts and I didn't realize it was mine. And I was so sad at this point. <laughs> it was going through my loft and it's hard. And I remember reading it and I was like, that's fucking true, man. And I was like, oh, it's mine. <laughs> you just made me laugh so much when you sent that. But yeah, like get get a Jodine, um, get a good girlfriend because it can be the reminder that you need that you're maybe not taking that minute for yourself. Um, so really, I want to thank you so much for being willing to explore <laughs> vehemently the, the questions you had burning about your little one and pursuing those answers after months of uh, dissatisfaction and, and mm -hmm. finding a way to, to gain some clarity because it, it leaked into other people. And I'm really appreciative. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm, I'm so happy I did it because it's, it's a snowball effect, right? It's like, you know, t learn something yourself and then teach your friends and then obviously if your friends are open-minded to it but um if if they're open and willing to try something new and you've had a great experience share it with them because you they might be really needing that push or especially new moms they don't have the mental capacity sometimes to even figure out how to help themselves right so if you've had a really amazing experience even ask them and say, say your friend is two months postpartum or something and you know they're experiencing whatever. You can be like, okay, when are you free? I can bring you to this person. Um, let me make the appointment for you. Like that type of thing is just so incredibly valuable in the postpartum period. I can't even explain it enough, <laughs> especially if you're someone that's not a mom um, and has never experienced like, severe sleep deprivation and you know, just everything that comes with postpartum. 
but to me like the sleep deprivation is the hardest <laughs> um but anyways i hope that this has been um informative i know it might not even be relevant to some of you but with this day and age <clears throat> the resources are also online which is really cool like people are willing to do um, appointments from across the globe, across the country, from different provinces. Because yeah. I know like in my home province, I don't think they even have naturopaths. I think they're just starting to get midwives. So it's not available everywhere. But look into what resources you have. And if not like in person, um, in line, if you're really looking for something, if you have that gut feeling that, you know, you need somebody else's advice because you're not satisfied with the advice you're getting, um, go go with your gut instinct and really, really follow it through because at the end of the day, it's your own health and no one else is going to take care, ter- take care of it other than you or your children's health. Like, isn't that funny? Like it took me taking care of my own child because you're going to do that because you're a mom now to actually be like, wait a second, I'll just do this for myself too. <laughs> and now I'm saying to my husband, like, yeah. okay, I'm going to book you an appointment too. And <laughs> I'm saying to Amanda, I'm basically booking you an appointment too. <laughs> Um, if you have any questions reach out and um i'll answer them or amanda will answer them to the best of our abilities and if you've had any positive experience with a naturopath please let us know it'd be amazing to hear if you have a friend that could probably benefit from this episode please pass this along to them as well it would help us out a lot and if you have an extra 30 seconds in your day, please go hit the ratings and reviews on our Spotify or it's, uh, what's it called? I, I, Apple, blah, blah, Apple, Apple podcast. Podcast. <laughs> My mom brain is getting pretty intense now. <laughs> 34 weeks pregnant. <laughs> and with that, we'll catch you next Tuesday. This is Blame It On Mom Brain. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I swear. <laughs> <sighs>